on COVID podcast. My name is Julie. I am a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 um, to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have long COVID. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long COVID, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I am not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I intend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts and I hope you continue to join me. Okay, so on today's podcast um, we are talking about the trials and tribulations of going out. So welcome. Um, Never ever in my wildest dreams did I imagine, to be honest, that going out would be a taskmaster. Um, I have always loved going out. I've always loved socialising and doing many different things. Um, I love walking. Uh, being out in the country, in the air, we used to walk for, for miles. Um, but I also enjoy music, uh, live music events and, um, you know, s- spending time with different people um, in in those kind of arenas and, the you know, having meals uh, with people and going for drinks, etc. That was... Um, something that you myself my husband my family we would we'd all do friends uh, often at going away on trips um you know always always something that I have loved doing so to find myself in a position where firstly you or, or I should say I feel like I can't fully commit or make solid plans um, with people and you know I have had to normally somebody would say would you like to do xyz you would respond you know that would be great you know I'm free on that day let's do that you, you know make those plans for me now the response has to to be different and it is um, I would love to if I can um, you know, and is it okay if I can see how I am on the day and let you know? And I can appreciate that that can seem like the brush off to some people, but I also can understand that different personality types, some people like to be solid about what they're going to be doing on that day at that time. And, you know, um, they don't want a, a vague a vague plan um, or a vague uh, arrangement making so that that can be that can be difficult and um I, you know I will I'll also be honest as well for me I have actually forgotten completely uh, several times that I was meant to do something or be somewhere and whether that's been an appointment a meeting at work even uh, social meets it's is embarrassing and I am absolutely sure it really is annoying for the other party too. However, it is never ever purposeful, and I do implement 
um, different tactics again to try and um, make sure that doesn't happen. So I will use my phone calendar and I tend to set, when I set my calendar, I tend to set a two day before uh, reminder and then I set a two hour prior reminder just to doubly make sure these days. <laughs> um, I've often been laughed at because I still have a paper diary. I don't know if anybody else does, but um, you know, if you do have a paper diary, pop that on the Facebook page so so I can so we can see because <laughs> um, you know I've been told numerous times to sort of get into the, the era of, of technology and just use my my phone calendar and, and alarms. But anyway, so the um, it takes me back uh, to a couple of months ago actually talking about my calendar and the technophobe in me as well. Um, so, I, I, and, and in my defence, you know, I'll put, <laughs> I'll put a little point in there. I was at the start of my relapse at this point as well. So, um, I had uh, a, a couple of medical appointments and wet chickens and a couple of friends visiting over several weeks and so you know I decided I would I would use my um, phone calendar and put the information in there for each event in my phone and then obviously I could set my reminders so that I could you know be be more prepared like I said always two days before so um, and then two hours before and what have you so I thought, right, okay. Um, they're all in there. That's great, and it's it's going to keep me on track. So yeah, I'd put them in, but I had totally forgotten to put a heading in. So what the event was for. So whether it was an appointment at the doctor's or whether um, I, you know, I had a, a friend coming round or I was popping um anywhere to see them or whatever um so yeah there's a date and time in there but I have no idea what it is in reference to so that was a bit of a mess and my um my my fatigue obviously my brain my brain fog um stroke injury um you know, was was heightened with the um the relapse so I was just a little bit of a mess and all I could do to be honest in the end I just had to accept that either I might get a prompt uh, reminder pop up uh, sometimes my GP surgery does that um, or you know that the, the, the friend might sort of pop up and say are we still okay for such and such day um, or in some of the appointments cases I just had to miss them I had no choice um, and then apologise and rearrange and that is so embarrassing and and when we think about obviously any GP or hospital appointments we, we don't want to um, the NHS is, is already stre stretched we're already struggling to get any form of support so we don't want to, to not be there when we're meant to be so um, yeah, <laughs> that was not my finest moment. 
and it was very much a lesson learned um unless I do it again no hope, hopefully not I am I do try to make sure that I check uh, well I put the heading in first now anyway and then add the time and what have you and I find that is working a bit better for, for me um, and just helps me to, to manage what I'm what I'm doing and where if I need to be anywhere so okay so that just gives an idea of the challenges of maintaining an initial arrangement which believe me and you guys will probably resonate is you know taskmaster in itself the next factor is you never know how you will be on the day or I certainly don't I really do find that a challenge so um as I said I have to have quite open-ended um arrangements and uh so and I take a real long run-up to going anywhere um, when I say this, I don't mean if I'm going out for a short walk or anything like that, because obviously I incorporate that into my daily life and my and my four P's. And um, obviously, if I'm going to be going walking with Andy, my husband, and I'm really not up to it, we just don't go. So that's not that's not too too much of an issue. However, if there is an event like a birthday, for instance. This is still incorporated into the four Ps, but I make extra energy preservation uh, provisions, preparations, um, if that makes sense, a few days before. I'm not suggesting that this does always work and would work for everybody, but I find it useful. And it means that I basically, I reduce my daily four Ps uh, a few days prior and um, I keep life very simple and so the, uh, the day before the event I try to rest my body and my mind much more and um, I try in the run-up to be prepared so in terms of things like knowing what I might wear um, or know how I'm going to get to wherever I'm going if a gift is required I'm making sure that I have that in advance and I find that these little steps um, in reducing what I do day to day can help preserve some energy because I'm resting body and mind and then I'm prepared um, on the day um, pre-prepared on the day should I say so I only really need to um organize myself and on the on the actual day I will always um make sure that there's minimal to do before attending any any event so as I said before I, I don't go out very often at all um but I do feel it really is important for my social and mental health to spend time with and around people and maintain important relationships. I do also understand that even though I prepare this way, it doesn't always work out that way. And cancelling um, even at the, the last minute is sometimes the only sensible option. And that can be so hard. Uh, personally, it makes me feel so isolated um, I felt like a letdown and like I'm missing out on, on life so I also understand that um, 
I can prepare to go to the event um, and, and be successful in going to the event. Um, but a day or so after, I can also crash. Um, and, and this is not nice. And, uh, you know, it unfortunately has become a choice. Uh, I have had to make sometimes. And yes, I have chosen to do something knowing that there's a huge chance I will crash. Um, even with the preparation but I just feel sometimes life, memories, family and friends are worth that setback and, and please do not get me wrong that is not a long term sustainable um, way of, of doing things and my relapse has definitely taught me that uh, having frequent crashes um, are not an option absolutely not an option but just sometimes I choose what feels right and I work with um, a, a potential crash or a crash so an example of this actually is um, it's recently being my middle son's birthday so he really wanted us to go out for a meal and then watch his fiance uh, in a theatre production he was he was in, um, and I was fully aware that this was going to be a really really tough and a challenge. Um, but he is my my boy, and I wanted to celebrate with him. Um, he had his twenty first during lockdown, and obviously I'd been very unwell the last couple of years. Obviously I still am, but learning to to live with and adapt wherever I can so it really was my priority to try and be there and to to celebrate with him so in the weeks prior I planned so I decided what I would wear including shoes um any jewelry everything that you would would have on handbag whatever you might want um for three days before um, my four P's tasks in included uh, preserving my energy so I'd have longer breaks shorter physical and mental activity um, I wouldn't plan to do a great a great deal within those times enough to keep going because stopping is not um, necessarily beneficial for me I prefer to have some things that you know to to um to stay as mobile as possible and what have you um but i i did some self care within the 3 days as well so i did some um meditation um i did the typical uh face masks um and you know i i eat um as you guys know an anti-inflammatory low sugar diet anyway who's maintaining my fluids um and just generally um giving myself time saying no to things as well uh, which can be really difficult to do but is is a preservation of self-care so anyway so the birthday meal came first um on that um, evening well it was early evening it was tea time it was uh, sort of four o'clock ish but that still gave me the day to slowly get ready so I paced um, I had a shower earlier in the day and then I rested and then I did my hair and then I rested and then I put on my makeup and you guessed it I rested 
So finally, um, I got dressed and I took a little time to just relax before we set off. Now, I'm sure many of you will relate, but I was still tired after getting ready. Um, but not as bad as I would have, have been without that planning that I'd done, without have you know, if I'd have had to choose things and find things and prepare things as well as get myself um ready, that would have been far worse. So when by the time I'd got to the restaurant, um I was I was okay, I felt okay. Um and I arrived with my husband and our youngest son and it just it felt amazing to be honest I was out um I, I was dressed <laughs> with, with some makeup on you know and um when my son walked into that restaurant it was really special it was special to see him and look at his smiling face and you know he was he was happy to be there with the people he loves on his birthday and, and that for me is is priceless so I won't lie, during the meal, um, making conversation um, and, you know, and, and not, um, how, how do I put it, sort of not, not um, phasing out, if, if that makes sense, um, not purposefully, but just when you sort of lag a bit, um, was challenging at times and I could feel sort of that battery drain. So, so I paced, so I would just take a moment of quiet and, you know, um, eating my food drinking my drink listen you know listening let people chat amongst themselves and and then and be a party to join in and again so that was so lovely and it was really nice to have that time as I said um and then we had the show to go to um and you know again it sounds like because you're going to be sat watching something it's not exhausting but it is because it's all the sensory elements of being out and about other people being there um you know um sitting down or not um you're still using your, your, your muscle your muscle you're still using your brain and your memory and, and um what have you so anyway so the show my son's fiance was in um was legally blonde and um he was one of the main characters and they did an absolute amazing job it was so enjoyable um, watching the production, listening to the upbeat beat songs, and you know, well, quite honestly, as well, being out of my four walls. So the evening did take it out of me, though. And so after the um, show, when family uh, continued on, we just headed straight home um, because I, I, I needed to to, to go um, at that point, but. It was amazing and having that time with my son, the beautiful memories and, you know, the feelings of recharging my positivity and, you know, it is, is you know, something you, you can't, you can't, you can't miss out on all the time. You, you just can't. You've got to be able to have a, have a balance, I suppose. And you may have worked out of course that that is um the four p's created on a larger life picture as well as your daily planning so at this point i would say if you haven't and and you would like to download um the four p's planner i created then please check it out it is um a tool i use it's um 
something that I've been using for a while now and I do find it really really helpful so as I said just just download it and give it a go you might want to alter it you might want to put your own spin on it you might want to um, do something slightly different by all means do that uh, I think that's that would be great um, so on any of my social media platforms if you go into the link tree in the bio you are able to just press and download it there um, and you know please do give me some feedback let me know if, if you find it helpful so back to the the aftermath then of of the of of, of going to my my son's birthday event so on this occasion I'm happy to say that it was one nil to me if you can put it like that yes I was more fatigued um but I didn't have a full-blown crash thankfully I listened to my body uh, for the following uh, days after as well and did you know very strict pacing and I you know I didn't overexert anything and you know I will be doing it all over again in the next couple of weeks because it's my youngest son's birthday so um and he's 13 so he's he's becoming a teenager and it's special to him so um I'm already putting plans in place one little step at a time to make sure that I can um be effective on that day as well so and I have grown to to understand um a few elements and I've listed them and you may find them helpful um so that is one sometimes I just have to decline an invitation two if I have to cancel on the day it is important I put my health first without guilt three I can continue with a social life it is just very different to the one that I had before four that I have to be kind to myself and honest with friends and family. Five, when I accept an invitation, I explain that this could change even on the day. Six, you do learn who wants to be around you and that is also okay. Life moves on and we all do. And if somebody can't accept a cancellation on the day, it's better for them to be honest too. Seven, the four P's are a brilliant resource in the short and broad approach to living well with long COVID or any long-term condition. Or actually, in fact, if you just like to strategically plan um, and, and have, um, I suppose, in some ways, you can effectively manage your time if you're not with a chronic uh, illness that does cause us to slow down I take longer to do things than I ever did before but if you was using them for strategic planning the four P's it could work in that way too so anyway okay I hope this podcast has been uh, useful and um, that it's you know something you can resonate with or you may find some tips in there or again you may want to to, to give your own you know tips out and please do that on the Facebook page um, so on the next podcast I'm going to talk about self-care so in this continuously uncertain place we do find ourselves in living with long COVID how and what I've done to prevent, preserve my emotional and mental health how finding myself living with a, a life-changing long-term condition has helped me to understand what self-care truly means what it truly is um, 
and I hope you will join me. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, it would really help me if you to reach more people. If you would hit the five star button, and if you have the energy, if you could write a little review, the algorithm then spreads the podcast wider, uh, and that would be really helpful. And I really truly appreciate it. Please also keep your messages coming in. It really is lovely to hear from you. Um, I do respond to everybody that sends me a message and for those guys that have already done that, thank you very much. Um, always a pleasure to speak with you. So um, you can DM me at julietaylor9545. You can also follow me on that platform too. Um, you can join the Long-Term Conditions Health and Wellbeing page on Facebook and you can um, also... Um, I don't know I always I've totally lost my train of thought right at the end I'm not going to cut that out because that just shows you that that does happen to me and I do have notes so it's just it's ready to sign off so I hope as always guys you take care and I will see you on the next podcast thanks bye bye